Welcome back to Prospect Sports Weekly, brought to you by the Prospect Athletic Boosters. I'm Dylan Heber, joined alongside Kenny Mineo. And today we'll be joined by Voice Varsity Soccer Head Coach, Coach Andrews, as well as Senior Captain Nick Casaletto and Senior Daniel Barbrick, and later Defensive Player of the Game, Jack Berman, alongside Coach Collins. Uh, Coach Andrews, Nick, and Daniel, how are you guys? Pretty good. 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 Coach, you guys have drawn the past three games. How do you think you can turn around this year so far? Well, listen, I'm feeling pretty optimistic. I mean, we, I intentionally front load the season with some pretty uh, intense competitive games so we can see what we're made of early on. Um, I firmly believe that when these guys are playing their best soccer, we can compete and win against anybody. Um, so, you know, moving forward, obviously Friday is going to be a big test for us. When we look at mid-suburban league games thus far, I mean, everything's being decided by a goal or things are ending in ties. So competition's uh, pretty level across the board and you know we've been working to refine kind of the smaller details tactically. Um, and I think, uh, you know, I think we're there, I think we're ready. They've faced a lot of adversity in these draws and these losses. How do you think they've taken that as a team and how do you think the morale has been affected? Well, I mean, I think, I think these guys can, can attest that you know, we've, we've yeah, you know, I look at back at like for instance, so the first half of, of Elk Grove the other day, where you know the first half was we were not we were not playing our best. Um, you know, we kind of came together at halftime and had a very honest conversation about what, what we were not doing. Um, and I think these guys immediately it was like a completely different game in the second half. They immediately turned it around. People started um, playing their roles and playing as a team, starting to control the get the ball on the ground more controlled game and um, we are able to level things out pretty quickly so um, again I, I believe in our ability I believe in their you know, their, their heart I mean, they showed an incredible amount of heart over the past two games regardless of the, the scoreboard and um, you know I this, this season's still early you know we we, uh, we entered a tournament early on uh, like I said to face some pretty tough competition and now, I mean, we're only two, two conference games in, so we, we have a ton ahead of us, and again, I, I think we're, we're going to be ready to make an impact. Uh, Nick and Daniel, what is your favorite part about playing in the homecoming game? Um, personally, for me, it's like, it's like one of our only games where we kind of have a, a bigger fan base that shows up. So, I mean, uh, it, it's like a different experience uh, than other, like, season games. Because you don't really have that like that bigger crowd chant like chanting and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I agree. <laughs> so, coach and players as well. What part of the game or just the team as a whole do you think they need to improve on? Um, I would say we need to improve on like just being able to like possess the ball. Like sometimes we'll like try to force the ball too much instead of like when we can play back and like switch the ball up to the other side of the field and then like we need to play through like our center backs more and then um, just like not just kick it out of bounds or just it's just a simple thing we have to do. Yeah I mean so soccer is a game I always say it's, it's a game where you have to ba balance this physical intensity uh, with like a mindfulness and a strategy so you have to be cool and collected with your decision making but you also it's incredibly fast and you're playing against really physical players so 
finding that balance is often hard, like Nan said. Um, if we can get the ball down on the ground and, and possess and move the ball quickly, string together passes, let the ball do the work, that's when the breakthroughs happen. Um, you know, if we panic and just, um, you know, constantly try to force the ball forward, uh, that, that's when we kind of lose our tactics. So, yeah. Coach, what are your goals for, this, for the team this year? And Nick and Daniel, what are your goals as a player on your own? My goal is every single game we have left. I want them to be the best, uh, you know, play the best soccer they can possibly play. Play. It's all about maximizing potential, and I've seen it. I mean, we we've seen it where, uh, you know, we're in the zone, we're playing fantastic soccer. Uh, yeah, we need to just minimize the lapses and not, you know, not panic. And um, you know, that that's my goal for them moving forward. I, you know, I'm not thinking. Of, not thinking further along the line than Barrington on Friday. And I, I believe it's a very winnable game. I, I believe they can do it. Yeah, I think also like one of the other main goals is like um, just getting everyone the right mindset and getting everyone motivated because uh, when we're all motivated to win and we're all uh, being like optimistic about the rest of our season, uh, we play a lot better soccer than we play when we're when the energy is low. So this week being the big homecoming game, what do you think will be the most challenging part? Um, I think uh, it's probably just like keeping our heads in the game um, because like a lot of players aren't used to playing in, like in, in front of like like actual fans, so it it could get to people's heads. Um, also, like if things so. Uh, for some reason don't go our way, our way during the game we have to stay optimistic and keep keep playing strong yeah. yeah you guys have told us some of the things you need to work on now what are some things you think are a strength of your team i mean i i think i think our ability and when when we do it our ability to switch the field quickly our, our ability to um be unpredictable on the attack um our ability to get guys like out of the back and into the attack um, is, you know, I, I think that is very hard for opponents to to defend against. Um, I think we have a group of guys that are talented and, and determined to win, and um, yeah, that's going to serve us well moving forward. You know, and I think against Barrington, it's just a matter of staying aware. They're going to send a lot of guys. You know, up out of the back and into the attack, and we have to kind of have our our heads on a swivel and always looking around, looking behind us, making sure everything's accounted for. If we have that awareness defensively, um, you know, I think I think that'll be key. Yeah. One thing I think we've improved on too is like our first three games off of like set pieces and corner kicks. Like we our defending was not good. Like we would let balls like go through the box and like right in front of our goal, and then but like. After we like made adjustments and stuff, we were like, I don't, I don't think we've let in any goals from like set pieces in the past like three games. So I think that's an improvement. Uh, Nick and Daniel, what kind of like legacy do you guys want to leave here? I mean, honestly, from here with the the shaky uh, beginning that we've had so far, I kind of just want to end it on a high note. Like I, I like from here, I just want to like just pick up like the. The mentality that our team has right now and kind of just start getting us some more wins yeah, yeah. just a team that can like come back from 
like the adversity of like losing a bunch of games at the beginning and then be, like be, becoming successful in the future. Are there any other goals that you guys want to accomplish in your senior season? I think at the end to win a couple games in the postseason, make it through a little farther would be a pretty nice achievement. Yeah, because last year we got out in the first uh, game of the conference playoffs, <laughs> and um, we don't really want that to happen again, so we're hoping to make it further in. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I always talk about, you know, we, we play in a, a incredibly competitive conference you know where no no game no game can be taken lightly and I think that prepared really prepares us for postseason you know but we're also in a really really uh, tough section right so you know I, I, like these guys said I, you know the goal the goal I, I think our conference our conference games prepare us really well for what is to come in the postseason. Uh, thank you guys for spending your time with us and good luck the rest of the season. We can't wait to see you guys in the same at 445 for the game. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And we're back here at Prospect Sports Weekly with this segment brought to you by Peggy Canane's Irish Pub and Restaurant. If you want great fish and chips, shepherd's pie, and corned beef, Colcannon, Head down to Peggy's at 8, at 8 North Vale Avenue, Arlington Heights, Illinois. We're now lucky enough to be joined by senior Jack Berman as well as Coach Collins. How are you guys doing? Decent. I'm doing great. Yeah. So to start, Coach, you guys are staying hot after your big win in the first game of the season against Sandberg High School, winning 56-20, to then beating Barrington 52-20. to What did you like from your defense last week, and what do you want to see change this Friday? Mm, good question. Um, I think what I liked was our response in the second half. Um, Barrington was doing a couple things that we needed to adjust to in terms of like calling the strength. Uh, and we did a good job adjusting that. Uh, aside from that, I think really when it comes down to it, uh, we made too many unforced errors. So I'd like to see us just do a better job of getting off the blocks, hitting, extending, making a football move, and swarming to the ball. There are too many situations where like a guy misses a tackle in the backfield and then gets a bunch of extra yards because we're not doing a good job of swarming. So, I mean, that's an, a point of emphasis uh, for our defense every week. So if we do that, um, you know, I think we'll, uh, we'll see a little bit uh, less of some of those big plays that we saw against Barrington in the first half. Jack, during the game against Barrington, you recorded five tackles as well as one forced incompletion. How do you feel about your game as a whole last week, and how do you feel you can grow this Friday against Evanston? Uh, definitely not, not a horrible game, but definitely not where I want to be. I think I can definitely play at a higher potential and a higher level. I think uh, it's just a different, bit of a different uh, position for me, switching to safety this year. And I uh, just got to learn how to fly downhill and uh, make some more plays. And break down. <laughs> yeah. Would be a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel the team as a whole did? Oh, uh, I think overall we did well. Obviously, our offense is very lethal and can score at will. So I think it's a matter of just our defensive, defensive mentality. We have the players, we have the skill to do it. It's just a matter of if we want to do it and if we like have the, the the guts to do it. So, coach, how are you getting your defense ready for this week three matchup? Oh man, well, uh, I don't know. There's there's a lot of yeah. a lot of things that go into it. Uh, first of all, you know you got to get on the. Uh, get on the video, make sure you understand like, um, you know, the bintarong, what kind of noises it makes, things like that. 
um, you gotta be you gotta be dialed into like the difference between uh, types of finishes when it comes to like the C mix uh, and things like that. Make sure you you see uh, the different fronts, and as long as we can as long as we can line up and play fast, that's really what we're concerned with. So. Uh, the advantage that we have on defense is we can do a whole bunch of stuff and we just cover it up with cover one most of the time. Um, but a team that is game planning for us can be guaranteed that they're gonna, they're gonna see a front or a blitz package that we haven't shown yet. So uh, they might have to adjust to us during the game. So the way that we get ready is we just talk about uh, playing fast, playing hard. Uh, obviously lining up and being ready to go. We're about attacking, so the more that we can do that throughout the week, uh, the better off we typically are on Friday nights. Uh, Jack, congrats on being named captain this year. What does that mean to you? Uh, it's been a big part. It's been a big journey to get to this point. Uh, I joined my sophomore year, so I had a bit of a different journey than everybody else. And uh, fighting through that injury sophomore year as well, just uh, finally being able to reap the benefits of all my hard work, and uh, I'm really glad to lead the team. And, continue to keep getting wins. Speaking about that injury, what was it? Uh, so I was on a field goal block, uh, my teammate, Jake Winsky, uh, love him, but <laughs> dove out in front and uh, his helmet snapped my uh, left leg, my, this is my left calf, my tibia and fibia, and so I had to get surgery, I have a rod in my leg with some screws, so it's been a, it's been a wild ride. So considering that you haven't really been able to play a full high school football season, are you looking forward to that this year? Yeah, definitely. That's definitely a main priority of mine is to stay healthy and get through this full season. I've had limited games, especially with COVID, so it's been definitely going to be a first for mine, first for me as uh, as well as many of many of my, many of my other teammates on defense. All right, and on the topic of this being your last season, this is also your last homecoming game. What does that mean to you? Oh, I definitely just want to show out. Don't want to let it get to me too much. Just want to play fast, play uh, aggressive, and uh, just continue to make plays. Jack, in a sport like football where relationship is really what builds a team, how do you feel your relationship with your guys and how do you feel like your trust that you have in them is? Uh, our team chemistry on defense is definitely growing as uh, the weeks go on. It started off a little rough in the summertime because every uh, last year our defense was senior heavy, so it's a bunch of new faces and new guys coming in. But I think as we continue to grow and continue to make plays, we, we get a little closer. We, we've all, we're all friends off the field too, which helps a lot. So it's just a matter of like finding our identity and. Uh, going through adversity together and uh, fighting back. Coach, how close do you think this defense is? That's a great question. I think we got guys on the team um, who are trying to be leaders, uh, but I think Burn is right. Like some of this stuff, uh, you know, we're in week three right now. Uh, the question will be by week nine, have we go have we gotten closer or not? So. It's about building trust mainly through like your performance on the field, right? Like, so we can, can we trust you to be out there or not? Um, and can can you put your trust in someone else? Like, there are guys that are nice guys, but we can't trust you on the field. So um, that's a big component of it, right? Are you a trustworthy guy? Can you go out there and battle for your teammates? Um, and I think again to, to what Berm said, we're developing that. So week three is not. I, I think we're pretty good, but. We want to be better every single every single week, and performance on the field is going to determine that. There's nothing that replaces just being out there on Friday and playing with the guys around you. Back to you again, Coach. You've been a coach here, a prospect for 11 years. What do the homecoming games mean to you? <laughs> uh, it's interesting. I mean, I not only did I coach here, but I played here too. Um, and I don't know it. 
sometimes it, it just any other game really I mean a lot of people come out for it and whatever else but um, typically as a coach and a player you know you don't have your sights set on like a week three victory um, against Evanston not that Evanston's a bad team but um, you know sometimes it's week six sometimes it's week five whatever and there's maybe a little bit of special meaning because people are coming back that want to see you but you know you've got your own goals for the season and this is a nice time but you know you're thinking how can I get better today uh, how can we play as well as we can today um, and so I don't know it's it's interesting because yeah there's kind of like talk of old teams and stuff like that but what matters is the guys on the field more than anything else so I don't know it it's a cool it's a cool thing though obviously to see people come back and show their appreciation so you as you grow older you you appreciate that aspect of it for sure this defense lost a very good player and leader on the defensive side, Ben Sahakian. Oh, I thought now you were going to say Gino. No? <laughs> All right, Ben Sahakian, I've heard of him. Okay. Now playing at yeah. Cornell. Yeah. How was the coaching staff reworked this loss? Um, well, you know, it, what we try to do on defense is we try to take what people are good at and um, kind of work with what we've got to, to kind of mold our scheme as opposed to trying to make players fit into like a, a bubble or a box. So, I mean, Shacky, uh, Sugar Matt Shacky is, he doesn't have the same exact kind of skill set as Ben, but he's he's really good at what he does. So we like to put him in situations where he's, uh, you know, on a pass rush and moving around and hitting gaps, almost kind of like a linebacker, even though he's a D lineman. I think the one thing they have with Ben though is that he was just an absolutely relentless worker. Um, and so you have guys on our defense that that kind of try to emulate that, but like he was just that to an absolute extreme. Now what you also had though was guys like Jacob Greshik, uh, Gino Paredes, Decker Anderson. Um, you had PB, Dickie Chains, Nikki Two. I mean we had usually ten seniors out there. So even though Ben was kind of a galvanizing force and obviously just a absolutely great football player uh, at the high school level. He didn't have to do too much leading because all those guys were, they had their stuff, right? So, uh, you know, especially by the end of the year, we became more or less unflappable. That was like a special group. Um, and now, like Burns said, we've got guys with a little bit less experience. All those guys last year cut their teeth, so to speak, as juniors on a defense that was like, meh, right? But all those guys played an entire, well, a COVID season, uh, but they had experience. They knew how each other played, and so now we're kind of feeling that out a little bit. Uh, and again, like the coaching staff has a little bit to do with that, but a lot of times it's the players figuring it out for themselves. Uh, somebody saying, I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to step into this role, and I'm going to win it. And, um, you know, we've got some position battles going on right now, and it's, it's one of those things where maybe it's one guy one week and a, a different guy the next week. We had last year, um, you know, players who didn't start week one that started week 11 um, and that's I mean that's a good thing because it means you have competition but uh, I don't know the original question was what uh, how, how do you build chemistry I think I answered like five different questions yeah. there but basically we're not trying to force it that's not our thing that's they got to figure that out on the field um, but our job in that is to put guys in positions to make plays according to their skill set 
Now, Jack, you play safety on defense, and you uh, usually move over to uh, free safety, alternating to strong safety. What's the most challenging part about your position that may not be a problem that other players on the field have to deal with? Um, I think a big part of safety is uh, you kind of have to make up for everyone else's mistakes. So you see someone, you see someone get beat on, on the corner, and you got to go cover that. You have to see the whole field at the same time. you got to see both receivers on each end but while also looking at the run game to help fill down the hill. I just think it's a, a big adjustment for me. I played corner last year, like I said before, and it, that was pretty simple. You're on your man the whole time. And this is just a lot more reading, a lot more reacting, knowing where to go, knowing where to fit. And uh, definitely something I'm still working on, but uh, we'll definitely fine-tune it as the weeks go on. Now, Jack, on behalf of Night Media, we want to congratulate you on your commitment to Navy. Thank you. What Thank kind you. of legacy do you want to leave here? Oh, I mean, I, I, it was kind of a shock to me. Like, I didn't really expect anything to happen, especially with my injury. And, like, especially, like, it just happened so quick. And I'm honestly just so, like, grateful for the opportunity. And it's just, it's an incredible experience for sure. And I just want to let people know that, like, no matter what you go through, like, you can persevere, work hard, and you can get what you want to do. And uh, that's, like, just, like, a main thing I want to instill into the younger kids on our team. Uh, thank you both for taking time out of your day to join us on Prospect Sports Weekly. We're looking forward to a big game Friday night. Yes, sir. Thank you. Just a reminder that Week 3 versus Evanston is this Friday night at George Gaddis Stadium at 7 o'clock. I'm sorry, 7.30. Now, uh, tickets are $5, and students get in free with current ID. Remember that this week's theme is Big Blue Friday in honor of homecoming, with the powder toss being before the game as a photo op with your friends from 6 to 6.45. Remember, if you still haven't gotten your ticket for homecoming dance this Saturday, tickets are available till 12 p.m. Friday. Don't forget your student ID. It is required to get in. Check out Prospect ASB on Instagram at underscore, uh, I'm sorry, not at underscore, but at all lowercase Prospect ASB for more information on that. If you can't make it out to Gaddis, you can watch it online at vimeo.com slash nighttv. You can always check our Twitter feed at nighttv801 or our Instagram underscore nightmedia for links to all of our broadcasts during the rest of the season. This Saturday, JV plays at 9 a.m. in the stadium with the freshmen following immediately after the JV game. Don't forget to check our website at prospectornow.com for other great stories. And remember to check in next week for our episode, uh, which will be brought to you once again by the Prospect Athletic Boosters. Thank you, Jack and Coach, for joining us. We can't wait to hear more from you, Coach. And Jack, we wish you good luck the rest of your season. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yep, great to be here.